Hello and welcome to the Everyday Adventure Podcast. My name is Nikki Bass and I will be bringing you thoughts, ideas and stories from some incredible guests to hopefully inspire you to live more adventurously in your everyday lives. So today I am really excited to welcome the next guest in our International Women's Day Sea Swim collaboration. So this is a six-part mini-series that we're running in collaboration with Pink Nikki Blog. So you might have caught some of those previous episodes and we are shining a spotlight on some of the women who are involved, whether sponsoring or supporting the event, and who will be joining on March the 9th when it takes place in Brighton. And so today, I'm delighted to be speaking to Joe Godden. Joe is the founder of Ruby Moon Swimwear. And after 25 years of working in the fashion industry, conscious of the challenges with sustainability that she witnessed and that are inherent in this space, she decided to launch her own solution. So Ruby Moon offers sustainable and ethical swimwear and activewear and transforming ocean waste. And they donate over 100, over, that's not possible. They donate 100% of their profits to microloans for women entrepreneurs around the world. So just in that very sort of short introduction, there is so much there that I could pick up on in terms of the work, the incredible work that Joe is doing. But it's such a thrill to have her here. So Joe, welcome to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. And so just to get started, I'd really love to know from you why you've chosen to be involved with the International Women's Day Sea Swim. What is it about the event? What it is about International Women's Day that's captured you? Um, and yeah, really, what what's motivated you to take part? So International Women's Day is a very special day for Ruby Moon as a business. Uh, we actually started trading on International Women's Day in 2011, uh, which seems a lifetime ago oh, now. Wow. <laughs> um, The reason we started on that day is because we have a social impact that you mentioned um, with women entrepreneurs. So it seemed a natural fit to start the business on that day. And also we currently and have done for the last four years um, run full moon swim events here in Brighton. We're a Brighton based business as well. So we run those every full moon, and so it just seemed a natural uh, progression. In fact, we started with um, the International Women's Day swims last year with Nikki, with Pink Nikki, um, and it was a resounding success. So, of course, why would we want to do it again this year? Amazing. I want to know more about these these monthly full moon swims. What's involved? What what what? Tell me more about it. Uh, well, they're very unofficial. Um, it's just a group of fabulous people get together on the beach. And we generally have some yoga to start with from Yoga in the Lanes. And then we have a dip. And afterwards, we have a wonderful DJ, Ben Williams, who will come and play some music for us. So it's very much a, a celeb- celebration on the beach every morning. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I'd love to know a little bit more about your own, because you mentioned just before we were starting that, you know, that sea swimming is is something that you're also sort of passionate about and then you get involved in. I'd love to know how how that sort of started and, and therefore, you know, the idea that came about for your business as well. 
Sure. So I suppose I was in, caught up with the explosion of sea swimming um, during COVID. Uh, had done some sea swimming before, but not all year round um, until COVID happened. And then it just became an outlet, like the thousands of other people that have done the same during COVID. It became the only place you could exercise and, you know, enjoy the great outdoors when everything was in lockdown, really. But the start of my business happened, uh, as I mentioned before, in 2011. And we, well, I decided that I could no longer be part of the international global fashion industry as it stood or as it stands at this time just because of the amount of environmental and social degradation that happens in the industry and I wanted to prove that it is possible to have a clothing company that brings benefit rather than degrades both people and planet. It's so interesting. I was just thinking about the timing as well, sort of back in 2011. I mean, there's there's so much more awareness nowadays, I think, about, as you said, the sort of this idea of fast fashion and, you know, the, the contrast and sort of people trying to live more sustainably. But I'd imagine back then, actually, what you were trying to create in some ways was was relatively novel and, and different. And there, there probably weren't a lot of, of models or templates to how you go about it. You're absolutely right. Back then, I spent a lot of time explaining why we have to change the way we do business and the way we source our clothing, who it's made by, even why it's important. I mean, people weren't even aware of the amount of plastic we have in general and also in our oceans. So um, I spent a lot of time explaining to people why it's important that we have to make a radical change. Mm. And, and Which I don't have to do now, thank no, you. I was just <laughs> thinking that the invite sh- it shifted so much in that direction. Like you said, you don't have to make those explanations anymore. But I was just wondering as well about that because your your business model itself is quite unique in that you give a hundred percent of your profits to to women entrepreneurs for these micro loans. And again, I would be really interested to know, you know, how did that come about, and how did that sort of combination of the of sustainable fashion and sort of recycled clothing and using ocean waste and then you know what you do with the profits where did you get that sort of combination I suppose so I really wanted to have a social enterprise I wanted first of all I wanted to have impact so the way we have environmental impact is to have uh, recycled materials Um, And we also only manufacture in Europe. We would never manufacture in Asia, for example. But in terms of social impact, we felt that that was as important, really. Um, So so there is a social impact in the fact that we don't exploit uh, workers in in the supply chain. Uh, Everything is done within Europe and it's all done certified, fair wage, et cetera, et cetera, which is really important. But we also wanted to have even more of an impact for women. Uh, I felt it was important to invest in women through micro credit loans because not everyone has a safety net. And when you're trying to bring up children or educate them, 
it's really, really important that a woman has her own income so that she can plan and also slide for the really important things like nutrition, education, housing for children, um, which sometimes they don't always get from, you know, a father figure. Mm. So um, that is the reason why we've specifically chosen women to invest in. Mm, I love I love the sort of, I guess, the connections that weave through what you're trying to do. And then, like you said, your own passions for, for being by the ocean and for, for getting people out on a monthly basis in person as well and how that all connects. I was just wondering if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, you know, and often I ask people to sort of, to give their one piece of advice if someone wants to live more adventurously. And I think if someone is at the other end of this podcast and listening to you speak and thinking, like you said, I want to I want to have an impact. Actually, it's not just about me at a personal level wanting to, you know, to try something new in my own life, but but actually I want to make a difference. I want to have an impact. I mean, what's the one piece of advice given your experience that you that you would give them? Um, I would, well, I'm a huge advocate of the circular economy. So everything we do is about um, enabling circularity. So for example, when the loans come back to us, we reinvest in other women. So the money is going round and round. And we've just um, began an initiative about two years ago to actually recycle swimwear in itself, uh, which is currently unrecyclable. So we have a technology to do that now for which we are expanding and we're seeking investment for that. So I would say if you're looking at forming a business or doing something now, look at circularity because it really is a great way to base your business. Um, so looking at the impact, looking at the way when you design your business almost, what can you do to complete the circle? Uh, whether that's human resources or actual resources or looking at the end of life of any product that you bring into existence, making sure it's got somewhere to go at its end of its first life. Absolutely love that. I think there's something so interesting just in that concept of circularity as a whole as well and how it could extend. So even if somebody's not thinking of starting their own business or what, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's, you know, in their personal life wanting to start, you know, whether, you know, taking sea swimming as an example, that that linkage between, I think I was, I don't know whether I was listening to, to another podcast I was hearing the other day. I think somebody was talking about how there's so much of an emphasis on what we can get, you know, even in terms of talking about, you know, nature as, as supporting our well-being, what we take from nature in terms of, you know, I'm going to go in, into nature like it's not part of us or our own, you know, ourselves. Um, and I'm going to go out there and I'm, I'm going to take um, something. And not to say that there's not so many wonderful benefits we can get for our physical and mental health as well. But just this idea about giving back at the same time, like you said, that sort of circularity of I'm I'm receiving these benefits, but also I'm I'm giving whether that's a a beach clean or or making purchasing decisions that mean that you are 
you're protecting the environment that you're benefiting from too. So thank you so much for sharing that, Joe. That's so interesting. I could explore that for so much longer. But if people want to find out more about you, about Ruby Moon, about the business, where can they go? So please come to our website, which is rubymoon.org.uk. And if you want to email me, it's hello at rubymoon.org.uk. Fantastic. Thanks, Joan. We'll pop all those links in the show notes so that anybody listening can go and find you and, and, and find out more and see your beautiful clothing as well, because I was checking it out, obviously, a bit earlier and I was like, oh, yeah, there's some really gorgeous items on there too. So please do go and check out Joe's website. Um, and obviously, I will put the links for the International Women's Day Sea Swim in there as well if you want to join them on the 9th of March. Joe, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to, to meet you and to hear more about your business. And I'm wishing you all the very best as well. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>